Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. I'm so excited for our show today. I've got some phenomenal guests. I've got people that flew in, uh, people from Las Vegas, from California, Chicago. Got Adam here who came all the way from... Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> I came from Phoenix. Uh, we've got Lori, uh, who's going to be starting her segment on the family today, and she'll be calling in from Idaho. I'm from Idaho, so I'm really, really glad to have people represented here from all over the nation. And uh, and I have done this because I wanted to bring to you here today the opportunity for you to hear from some experts on how to live a more inspirational life, a life with greater success. So I'm really excited to introduce our guests. Uh, first up, I wanted to introduce my co-host today, Adam uh, Kipnis. You've probably seen Adam here before. He's from here in Phoenix. This is how in sync we are. I know if you're listening, you cannot see us. If you're on Facebook Live, you can see us. We're actually wearing the same color. We did not. We did not plan this, did we, Adam? We did not, and we just got uh, super lucky that we dress exactly the same. Yeah. Well, I think it's because <laughs> we are. It's such like a vibrational frequency, like the same vibrational frequency. I think we just like, like I don't know, sacral chakra of orange today. We're creating a good show. I don't know. So anyway, we're both wearing this uh, coral color here today. We're excited to be with you. Um, and, and I wanted to start off the show today with this inspirational thought before I introduce my first guest. I just happened to be listening today. I spent some time in meditation. I'm doing a juice cleanse. I'm kind of focusing on cleansing out my life and, and creating clarity in places that I want. And I have some amazing people come into my life. Uh, I'm going to introduce some of them today. We've got uh, Kurt Walker here visiting us from Las Vegas. He actually um, is involved in Spice Nation. And um, we're going to be doing some things here in Phoenix together. I've been tracking amazing people like Kurt into my life and um, and and listening this morning I was listening to Marianne Williamson on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday and Marianne Williamson is such an inspiration to me I had a chance to meet her uh, recently I know I was talking to Janie who's going to I'll be introducing her in a moment she was talking with Marianne Williamson recently and and it's so amazing to me, her idea of just living in love, this idea of love, of being part of a greater whole and showing up to serve and surrendering. And my thought is, how often do we in our lives show up just in this unintentionally in this ego or this pride, right? And we're, we're thinking about what we want and what's going to serve us best. But really, true fulfillment comes when we live to our purpose, fulfill our potential, and and commit to living as part of that greater whole. And I think even in our lives with relationships, with friendships, with clients, sometimes we try and fit them into our box and what we want them to be. And true fulfillment comes when we can inspire other people, when we can support other people, when we can love other people to their greatest and fullest potential. So my guests today have learned how to do that in their life. Um, they will be sharing with us in various ways. Adam, do you have a, a, any thoughts to start the show off with today before we introduce Jenny? Well, well, I think just, just following that same theme, one of my favorite quotes is by Ernest Hemingway, and it's the best way to find out if you can trust someone is to trust them. And yeah, a lot of times we don't trust ourselves enough to trust other people. But if we look for hidden agendas or hidden meanings in people, we're going to find them. If we look for the goodness in people, we're really likely to find that as well. And, and that's what's so cool about doing 
this, whether it's the shows with other entrepreneurs, whether it's my podcast, the Entrepreneurs MBA and the people I interview, whether it's the charities I'm involved in, it's if you put yourself out there in a good way, good stuff will come back to you. Yeah, I really love that. And I love what you said about trusting yourself, too. I think that's a huge component is to be able to trust yourself. So often we beat ourselves up or we have these intuitive thoughts or hits and then we doubt ourselves and we don't follow through because we aren't trusting ourselves. And that brings me to our first guest today. Our first guest today is is really being influential. She's a women's inspirational leader in the industry. She uh, she has been um, she has so much experience. Jenny, I am so honored to have you here. Jenny Ashmore is joining us today from California. And Jenny, you know, I don't like to read bios and I love you and I know a lot about you, but I want to give you an opportunity to brag about yourself because I don't even think that I could get everything right. You've you've done so much in your life and been involved with so many inspirational leaders. So um, brag away. And if you aren't doing a good job, I'm going to step in and help you. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. <laughs> well, you um, started out talking about the transformational industry and I have been in it, involved with it. <clears throat> excuse me, longer, th- uh, more decades than I like to admit is the way I like to say that. Um, and had the wonderful opportunity to work with some really greats like Tony Robbins. I was a trainer for him for several years. I've been a trainer for Jack Canfield for um, the last 10 years. And I've also had the great opportunity to work with thousands of people and hundreds of organizations in North and South America, Europe, Asia Pacific, in a variety of topics. But really what speaks to my heart the most is the opportunity to work with women. Mm. And the times where I've been able to inspire women and to guide them through breakthroughs in their lives, where they've been able to expand their careers or find more balance in their lives or to really move past those limiting beliefs that sometimes can stop us from whatever it is that we're wanting in any area of our life. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And and so I've got a couple of questions for you. You know, I want to know how you or why you're still in this industry, how you guys are. I I think a lot of people get into the industry of transformational and self-development and and they get burned out pretty quickly. And and so you see these people come in and come out of these industries, you see these leaders come and go, but the true leaders, the people who have stayed for a a long time, who who, um, are truly making a difference in the world, I think they they have certain elements or factors that they have in common. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But first of all, why are you doing what you're doing? What, I mean, why why not do something else you have all the keys and tools what what fuels you to do what you're doing (laughs) well I actually uh, was raised on a small dairy farm in Mm -hmm. Colorado and we were pretty unexposed to the world there and I still had the opportunities though my parents sent me to college and so I studied in technology and I started a career in Mm -hmm. that area and but I was still at that point even lost and confused and not really clear or satisfied with what I was doing. I don't know have has anyone else here ever felt like that at any point in your life? Oh, I've never, never <laughs> felt lost and confused. Once. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, like, I was born knowing what I wanted. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Comes and goes. Yeah. it comes and goes. Yeah, I totally have. Totally so, have. so anyway, I was introduced to a really in, in, incredibly inspiring person, Werner Earhart, mm-hmm. who was one of the people who really founded the personal development industry. And the first time I heard him speak, he was talking about living a more fulfilling life. And it inspired me to the point that I just got chills. And he walked down to the audience, and he stood next to my chair, and I could feel his presence, and it was just a click like that for me. I just went, that's it. And that was where I launched into my career to be an author and a speaker and a consultant and to be able to discover my own purpose to 
inspire others to really live to their fullest potential while I continue to expand and grow myself. So that's what makes me do the wild and crazy things that you know that I've done. <laughs> you have. She, this lady's wild awesome. and crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but what I've learned, though, the, the kind of the moral of the story is that um, when we sometimes are feeling that lost or we're not just certain what our next step is, or even if we're not, we just want to expand in some way, that when we do meet someone that inspires us to take action, then it's really important to follow that. Yeah, uh, that's been so true throughout my life. And, and um, you know, just looking at my life, every time I'm ready for expansion or for growth, and this was kind of what Marianne Williamson was saying this morning, too, it seems like the right people come into my life. I don't know, Adam, have you had that experience? Well, yeah, you. I mean, it, yeah, no, so it's, <laughs> well, thank you. It, it's, you were oh talking, gosh, you were nice talking about, um, last week we were talking, you said you were, uh, you know, just put yourself in, in a different frequency and, and different people started showing up in your life. And so much of that is the mental side. And it, as you're talking, it's, it's interesting, the personal development world has been a little bit corrupted by the financial side in the last 10 years, if not a little bit more. But there's so much more to it, whether you have a job or whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're just in a, in a bad spot. Personal development is so important. How do you help your clients on, forget about the financial side of it, but the personal benefits and the internal benefits so they can attract different people into their lives because they're putting themselves vis visibly and emotionally in a different spot. Yeah, it's really a combination of two things. It's mindset and it's action. So once we get our mindset and we get in that positive vibe or focus, and then we take action, then things happen. If we just do one or the other, then we'll take action and get lost. And if we just have mindset, then we never get anywhere if we don't take action. Yeah, I love that you said that because, and I've talked about this before, vision boards, right? Mm -hmm. Vision boards are great. They work as long as you're willing to act on them. There's so many people I know, and they throw up these pictures on their wall, and they're like, they're so amazing. I'm just going to look at these pictures. And then they don't do anything about it. And what ends up happening is then they end up feeling depressed a few months later because none of these pictures have come to pass, right? So, I mean, there is something about visualizing and seeing, but you have to be willing to act on it. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. So if you visualize something, if you're going to put something on your vision board, if you're going to create a goal or intention, be willing to act on it. And to your point, if you're just going through life acting and you aren't living intentionally, then how do you know when you get to those crossroads in your life, when you get to those points where you can make a decision to do this or this, and they're both good decisions, and you don't know which one to make? If you don't know your final destination, you aren't going to know which way to take. So I think that's a really great point. It's the mindset and it's the action. It, you know, faith without works is dead. Again, you have to have the faith, and then you have to have the works. So I love that. I, I think that's so powerful. Can, can I tell a, a quick little real-life story? Um, so... A very good friend of mine lives here in town in Phoenix, and we just haven't seen each other in probably eight months. It's you know one of those people that um, has been in my life for 20 plus years, but now it's been longer and longer, and I kept feeling like, oh, he's not gonna wanna talk to me, or it's been so long I can't reach out to him now. Yeah. But then I, I sat down and I was like, hey, he's just gonna say hi back, so I sent him a text, and I was like, hey, it's been forever, let's try and get you know drinks or lunch on the calendar soon. And like five minutes later, he responded back. He's like, it's so great to hear from you. I can't wait to get it on the calendar. I'm traveling, but let's get together the first week of June. Yeah. And so we went from me being like, oh, I can't because of what he might think to, hey, just doing it. And the outcome, which I knew was going to happen, which is him saying, hey, it's good to hear from you, actually happened. So it's, it's putting yourself out there, but knowing that usually good's going to come back. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so, so true. And and Janie, I know you have so much wisdom and you have so much experience in what you're doing. And I would love for you to share um, some tips for people who are looking to transform their lives, who maybe feel like you felt, who feel lost, who feel confused. I know there's lots of women out there, women like me, who um, have felt stuck in their lives before, who feel like they're feeling unhappy and unfulfilled. And it seems like no matter what they do, they just can't find that happiness or that fulfillment. They can't get unstuck. So what would you recommend to somebody who is in that state, who's wanting to move forward, who's wanting to transform their life? Well, Allison, I don't know. Did you know that actually values underpin everything that we do in our life, our behaviors and all of our decisions? Wait, Did wait, you know wait. That? So what do you mean by that? Like values underpin anything? And I, I, cause I, it's really interesting. Recently, I was listening to somebody. It was actually last night. I was listening to a speaker and they said kind of the same thing. They said, it's your, if you have a, a strong value system, then your life's going to come together in the ways that you want. So wh what do you mean by that? Your value system? Well, is, the, is the basis for everything. Yeah, I know. We hear people talk about value system, but there's not a lot of concrete, um, I think, material for people to get clear on how it is to establish their values. But if you notice if someone ever goats you or, you know, you just have a challenge with someone and it's mm -hmm. kind of negative, or even if someone really inspires you, it's because they have bumped up against one of your values. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so our values can either be positive and move us forward, or they can be negative and hold us back. Well, hold on. I've never thought of a negative value before. What do you mean by negative mm. value? I've only thought of values as positive. A potentially negative value. So, say, for example, uh, controlling. Most times people think of it as being negative, but for okay. a police officer or a fireman who needs to keep people from crossing the line into danger, controlling is very positive. Mm, okay. So, or makes sense. Yeah, or um, if controlling gets to the point that it we get so rigid that we can't move forward. I resemble that remark. <laughs> that is potentially <laughs> negative. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So okay. So thank you for laying that groundwork. I think that's really important to understand, though, because I think a lot of times we talk in things conceptually, and it's like, well, what does that really mean? But that gives me a greater understanding for that. Thank you. Yes. And yes. Jenny, how do you help people get to the real values? A lot of times people will say, especially in business, integrity's a value of mine, or being customer focused is a value of mine. But those are so high level. How do you get deep to the real non-negotiables of them in their life and in, in their business if that's what they're trying to do? It's really a selection and a prioritization process. And so looking at which is the most important, because when we get to the most important, those are really the deeper ones. And it's through, like I said, looking at a list of, say, 100 different values and being able to select out of them and then to prioritize what is the most important to people. Mm -hmm. That's what really brings it home. I love that. Yeah. But okay. The, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So how do you use this value system to help you? Well, I, I, I think of a leader in my book, Stop Managing, Start Inspiring, Keys for Leaders to Bring Out in the Best in Others. I identify a leader as anyone who steps forward and models bringing out the best in themselves and others. So a leader could be an individual contributor or someone who leads a team. But the thing that's helpful is that when it can help us um, live a life, when, or when we live a life that is aligned with our values, personal values, there are three keys to really getting ahead in life. And that's number one, to identify what the values are through the selection process, and then two, to examine them and analyze them, and then tie them into our stages of development in life or our levels of consciousness. And then to align those values with our goals, because that's going to give us momentum and actually being able to achieve our goals. So what happens with people when they do live a life that is aligned with their personal values, it brings them more happiness, more success, and more fulfillment. 
I can totally agree with that. And um, one of the things I think the biggest mistakes that I made when I first got started in this industry of self-development and speaking and things like that is that um, I sacrificed some of the things that were most important to me to try and create the success and and, um, and what I thought was success in life. And what I found was that if I wasn't balanced, I wasn't happy. And even though I was having what others would consider massive success in certain areas of my life, I found myself going to bed at night, you know, in tears or waking up feeling unfulfilled because portions of my life that I was ignoring or wasn't looking at. So does that kind of have to do with the value system? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, people, so balance is one of the things that I had mentioned as well, too. And it's one of the great things that I've, that has been a challenge for me in mm-hmm. my own life. I've, 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 a portion of my life I was a single parent Mm -hmm. and so it was very challenging to find that balance of working and being a parent and all of it together and so um, so it's identifying my values to see where how high family is in my life because that's it's especially a challenge for working moms to be able to balance the work in the family. Well I I love that and and we're actually going to go to break now but when we come back I would like to uh, I would like for a couple things to happen first of all I'd like for Adam for you to weigh in what are some of the things that are most valuable to you in your life and Jenny maybe you could tell us what are some of the most common things that you see that uh, people rank high on that value system so we can get ideas of of some of the values we can rank and then I would love for you to uh, give people some information on how they can find out more about you because I know you're actually helping people transform their lives and feeling more fulfilled and finding that direction so when we come back more from Jenny Ashmore I'm Allison H. Larson and you're listening to Spotlight. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. I'm Allison H. Larson. If you're just joining us, we have got a fantastic show today. I've got one of my uh, awesome friends here, Adam Kipnis. We were talking about other titles for him yesterday. I will not say what those are. Um, <laughs> Y'all leave that for imagination. <laughs> well, you should tell me. At least tell him the one. Well, well, there are several. Yeah. I mean, the one we can say on the radio you know, a speaker husband. So we, yes. we go to a lot of events and then you have your like your work wife or your work husband and we've yeah. become that in the speaker world. Yeah. Um, but just, work, just to worker, clarify, Adam, Adam has a real wife that's not a speaker wife and she's amazing. But when he travels, we, we now connect in this way that we create a partnership. And he also, um, yes, I liked that. I like that. What did you say? What was the other one? Worker boy worker is the, boy, the yes. gentler <laughs> term that I gonna, think I, I used call, yesterday. I'm going to call him a worker worker boy. Yes, he's going. He's here we're, to work. we're kicking around an event idea in early June and uh, around a, a big movie premiere that a friends of ours doing, and I was like, "You just tell me what you need to do. You know, I'll be your worker boy." And so she'll just point <laughs> me in the direction, and I'll just you know carry heavy That's objects, true. which I'm you know clearly built for, and. Um, so that we're self-named. Yeah, exactly. No, I, uh, I, I know where my place is sometimes. Yeah, so we, we were talking about values. I just want to point out that your value is in the right place and being willing to totally serve me in whatever I need. So thank you, Adam. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well, it's so interesting because as I was driving in today, because I, I had this conversation with a client the other day about their values and they were super high level mm -hmm. and I want them to go deeper. And so in the car, I was thinking about Values, and I didn't know the topic of the show. This, this, that's how, right? And that's really good radio, as yeah. I do the whole two fingers point to each other. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about values and, and what do they mean mm -hmm. internally, and what are they in my life? And and I was, you know, I, I always come back to, um, you know, the non-negotiables. What must my clients or people in my life have mm -hmm. in order for them to be in my life? And one is um, intellectual curiosity. Like, and I don't really even care what it's about. Like, yeah. if someone knows all about sports, any sport, and I can listen for hours to their passion, their excitement, because they know so much about it, and they've learned, and they've read, and they've studied it, or it could be about science, or it could be about religion, or it could be about spirituality, or it could be about business. Anybody who is just curious to learn more about a certain thing really is super exciting to me. And when I work with my business clients, I want them to have that passion about 
yeah. what they're doing. So that's one. I think another one is um, a little bit of chaos. I think we all need a little bit of chaos in our worlds to keep us going because the reason that we get complacent is because things become easy. And when things yeah. become easy, they stagnate. So a little bit of chaos. So those right. are two big ones that I was just thinking about in the car. Well, and, and one thing that I've noticed about you, and I think we can notice what's important in other people and the values. And I think that's why it's important too to have mentors and coaches because you can they can recognize sometimes what you can't see when you're inside the, your own frame. But one of the things that I've really appreciated about you is the value that you do place on family. And I know, um, you know, as you have traveled and as you've uh, built your career, I know that um, your wife is something that's always been in the forefront, always been really important to you. And I've always really Really valued that and admired that about you so um, you know I think that we can see in other people we can see what their values are what they value what's important to them so Jannie we're, we're wrapping up with this segment here but I would love to hear from you what is the top value or the top couple of values that you think that might be important for people to consider when they're looking at their value system? And then how can somebody get a hold of you? Because I think that you have so much wisdom to share. And I think that there are people that are feeling unhappy and stuck in their life and, and would love to, to listen to your wisdom and, and figure out how to get unstuck. So what are the values? Yeah, I think that, and when you said, uh, Adam, that you had a friend who was speaking high-level values, well, that's appropriate if that's where they are in their life. However, people are at different stages in their life, and so for me to say a particular value is something for someone to aspire to would be unfair for me unless I'm talking to that individual and know what level that they are in their life and what their interests are. And so it really does depend upon that, what age they are, because it goes with age and it goes with experience and it goes with interest level as well too. Um, so I would, I would actually love to offer to your listeners, Allison, to provide a free personal values assessment to oh, them. Oh, really? Yes. That would be great. Yeah, yes. I love that. I love that. They could do that. And the, the reason is because um, they could then better understand their own behaviors. They can make better decisions and they can move forward in actually being able to fulfill more of their goals yeah. in more quickly. I love that because I, I mean, that's what I'm all about. You know, my book, Soul Intuition, which I know you just read, is there is no one size fits all, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that. Thank you so much for bringing that. So how can somebody get a hold of you if they want to take advantage of this free values assessment? Okay. Well, they can send me an email. Okay. Write this down. Write this down now. And in the subject line, write values assessment. Values assessment. Values assessment. And my email address is my name, Janny, J-A-N as in Nancy, I, Ashmore, A-S-H, M as in Mary, O-R-E, at gmail.com. So Janny Ashmore at gmail.com. And I will send you the link for a free personal values assessment, and then as well a webinar that will help you to start in that next step, which was analyzing and understanding your values and how I you can tie them into that. your stages That's of awesome. development. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Jenny. Um, it's been a true pleasure to have you in studio and, and traveling here from California. So thank you, everybody. I would My highly, honor. highly encourage you to take uh, advantage of that. The next person that I want to introduce is actually calling in today. We are starting a, a segment each radio show, a focus on the family. We talk about values. We're talking about uh, creating. We often talk about business success or personal success um, on the show. But, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, to spend some time and focus on family. And uh, Lori Richens is an expert at this. She actually ran for political office a while ago. You've heard from her on the radio show. She's a speaker. She's a mother of seven children from Idaho. I'm a huge fan of Idaho. That's where I'm from. So I can say she's a spud get it spud huh? <laughs> anyway um, 
I know, I'm just cheesy sometimes. But anyway, Lori, are you there? I'm here. So really glad to have you on today and, and, um, and to have you spend a few minutes with us sharing um, some of your nuggets of wisdom on Focus on the Family. Oh, I'm so thrilled to have the opportunity to be here, and I know three of your guests, and so hello, everyone. Hi, Lori. Hi. (laughs) So great to cross paths with you again, and I'm so appreciative of the chance to have a spotlight on the family, and as I've been thinking about what I could share today, um, I came up with a story that I think is going to be able to align really well with what some of the speakers have already said, and as you mentioned, I'm a mother of seven children, and family is very important to me. In fact, I'm writing a book right now about fortifying families, and one of the chapters focuses on the importance of giving wise counsel. And I heard that term, wisdom, mentioned a couple times already today. So I include in my book a meaningful story from a book I treasure called Walking with Grandfather, The Wisdom of the Lakota Elders. And in this book, Joseph Marshall is an elder himself, and he tells the true story of a Lakota tribe who traveled across the northern plains on foot many years ago. And suddenly, a warrior from the rear of the group gives out a shout, and everyone looks behind them, and they're aghast when they spot smoke and flames coming from across the prairie. And of course, instinctively, they begin to run, desperately trying to stay a step ahead of the flames. But in the midst of the mayhem, an old, wise woman's voice was heard, and she simply said, we must run back through the flames. And you can imagine how appalled everyone was to even consider what that was going to be like. But soon they realized the wisdom in her words, because no matter how quickly they tried to stay a step ahead of the flames, they had no success in being able to escape. So the elders advised the mothers and the fathers to take what water was available and douse the children and to get their clothing wet. And soon they were faced with the flames and had to run back through the fire. And unfortunately, you can imagine the weakest of the children did not survive. Their lungs simply couldn't handle the heat. And the old woman, the elderly in the tribe, also struggled. And the old woman who gave the advice to go back into the flames actually was, was not able to survive. But each of them who did survive, and there were many, were burned badly on their legs and their thighs. And when they got to the other side, they bore the scars of the trials that they, they had to experience that day. But it was also a sign of their courage. And anyone who wasn't willing to run through the fire died this devastating death because they were consumed. Now, what I found interesting about that story is they gave themselves a new name. They called themselves the Sikenga Ayote, which meant burnt thigh people. And for generations, that story was being told, passed down through the Lakota tribe, about the wise woman who had saved their lives and about the importance of having courage to face the fire and to step into it if necessary. So as I've shared this, I'm guessing each of you there and your audience members have had an experience where you've had to run through the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've talked we've talked already about the importance of wisdom. And many years ago, when I was a young mother, I prayed for wisdom. I prayed to have wisdom like unto Solomon of old. And this is what I was told. 
Lori, wisdom, some wisdom can be granted, but other wisdom must be earned. And I've thought about that. And I've wow, thought about some wisdom can be granted and other wisdom must be learned. Other wisdom must be earned. And there are people in your audience today and certainly in your studio today who've had experiences where they've been through the fire and they've gained this wisdom. And we can help the next generation by helping them to be given the wisdom instead of having to earn it through trial and through running through the fire themselves. And there's this beautiful saying that is so simple. Sometimes the simplest proverbs are so meaningful, and it simply says, when an old person dies, a library burns. So sometimes that knowledge that we gain gets wasted. So I'm going to invite three things to be done today by the people in your audience, and they're really simple. They're not complicated, but they could really change the course of generations. So the first thing is to record just one story that has a pearl of wisdom with it. Just one story. It doesn't have to be long. The second thing is to identify the life lesson within that story. And the third is to make sure that you pass that story down to, to your children, down to the generations, because I have found that stories bind families. Stories are what connect each other to the generations before and after, and we need to start doing that more in society. Mm-hmm. And um, just one last word of wisdom, and uh, I just think this is so meaningful. It's by Mother Teresa, and she said, what can you do to promote world peace? And her simple answer was to go home and love your family. I love just that. go home and love your family. Thank you. So that's my message for the day, and um, I encourage all of us to have the ability to step through the fire and then share what we've learned with the next generation. Thank you so much, Lori, and thank you for that Focus on the Family segment. We'll be having those regularly um, on the show, and uh, that's Lori Richens, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Lori. Speaking of walking through the fire, okay, we're going to, I've got Facebook Live going here, so I've got this weird, like, camera thing going because I've got so many people in here. We're going to hear from Kurt in just a little bit, but... I want to introduce to you Miss Loretta Wetzel, who's coming all the way here from Chicago, Illinois, to be with us on our radio show and to impart of us to us her wisdom. So, Loretta, I'm going to give you the same opportunity that I gave to Jenny, that I give to all my guests, and that is I want you to brag about yourself. Brag away, girl. All right. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, first of all, I've been married to my husband for 39 years. It's the love of my life. Wow. Now, that's another whole set of bragging rights. Yeah. That's for a different <laughs> show. We'll talk about that later, okay? That's the after-hour show. Yes. How to keep it spicy in the bedroom. Yes. <laughs> we have three grown children. They're all successful and independent out of the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to write a book, and it's going to be called How to Keep Your... How to keep from having your grown a children from living in your basement? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. in progress. That's a good book. All right. <laughs> I love to travel, domestic and international, planes, trains, boats, roller skates doesn't matter. My bucket list is to visit all seven continents. I've been on five. I just got Australia and Antarctica. Wow. I gotta get that. Wow. I gotta get that. Been to Great Wall of China twice. Been to Paris. Been to. Uh, Christ Redeemer statue in Brazil, so I do love to travel. I am a successful entrepreneur. 
I love doing that. My very first real estate deal, I was able to have a net profit of $80,000. That is good because I just sold my house, my only real estate deal ever that I've done. And uh, I just made like $26,000 after 11 years. That's a single. We okay. call that a single. Okay. Single, that's, double, triple. Okay, that's a single. Well, that's at a, least it was a win. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. lose money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I am a published author. I have a chapter in this yes. lovely book. And the book is called Real Estate Investors or Conversation with Real Estate Investors, Secrets, Strategies, and Never-Before-Told Stories. Ooh. Yes. And I autographed this for you, Allison. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, Available on Amazon. You're welcome thank to have you. that. But here's my greatest achievement. Being able to support other people in doing what I do. That's my greatest achievement. One of my most recent accomplishments, one of my team members, and this this is about families. This isn't yeah. about individuals. It's about legacy. So his sister is going through a really nasty divorce. Mm. She's paying a mortgage on this property. It's high end. And she took, he was able to help her. Let me involved in that, our community and working with me to turn it into an ex, a cash flowing property through short term rentals, which is really critical because before it was just a mortgage expense and wow. now it's cash flowing wow. like crazy. So, well, and that's what it's really all about, right? I was having this conversation with my son the other day. He was talking about this kid and his grade who's so rich and nobody likes him because he's such a jerk, but he was having a big party at his house. So everybody's going. And anyway, we, we, get, we got talking about this conversation about money. And, um, and I said, well, Clancy, why, why do you think it's important to have money? And he said, well, Mom, I think, you know, if I had money, I'd want to, I'd want to use it to help other people. And I said, I think you're right. I think part of having money and creating and generating this income and this flow is so that you can build relationships, so that you can create these mm-hmm. wonderful opportunities with your family or f- with other people. So I, I love that you shared that story. Thank you so much, Loretta. What, how did you get into all this? What's your... What's your what's your story? Did you just wake up one day and be like, I want to make lots of money? Wow. No. It, it, <laughs> you know, people think it, it happens like that, but it doesn't happen like that. So I could give you a big, long, drawn-out story, but here's the gist of it. In 2010, mm-hmm. I was in corporate America, worked my way up the ranks. I had a six-figure income job, killer benefits, travel burks, all nine yards. Went from six figures to zero figures because our company merged with another company. Mm. And so there were a lot of people that were downsized. And I'm like, okay. Then we had two kids in college, out-of-state tuition. And at the time, I was devastated because as a parent, you don't want to disappoint your kids. And I thought for sure I was going to have to tell my kids, mom, mom's not going to be able to pay the bill. Like, you're going to have to come home from college because mom can't pay the bill. I thought for sure I was going to have to tell them that. Mm. That hurt. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. And so I hit the job market, and you know what happened, right? I had to play the, I got to fit in so you'll hire me game. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. So somebody else's box. It's somebody else's box. I either had too much experience, not enough experience. I was too black or not black enough, (laughs) you know, just all of the above. Or I'll hire you, but you got to start your way at the bottom and work your way up. And I'm like, Allison, I wasn't going to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just I was at a crossroads. So here's the thing. I said I knew in my heart that there was a bigger purpose. And I said, 
I was connected with this group of real estate investors. They're multi-city. They offer education support, and I was in. And then within six months, I had that first real estate deal. But my bigger purpose is helping other people. That's what mm -hmm. lights me up. You know, yeah. Les Brown says, if you got to fall in on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. Mm -hmm. So I have the ability to show other people that you don't have to stay down and out. You can do what I do. It doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, if you're middle-aged, you can become a real estate investor as well. So that's why I do it. I love it. It excites me. It lights me up. And I really enjoy helping and serving other people. I love that. Um Adam, what are your what are your thoughts on this? I'd love to hear I'd love to hear some of your takeaways because I know Loretta. I know she's amazing. This is your first time meeting Loretta, but isn't she incredible? No, she's so incredible. And it's funny because I was, I heard part of her story in the lobby slash green room beforehand, mm -hmm. right before we got on the show. So it was good to hear. And um, I had a, a short lived and, and marginally unsuccessful real estate career uh, <laughs> back in in the in 2010 2011. Yeah. And you know, real estate. You can try and make money and you can look at a property and say, all right, if I want to make money on this, I have to buy it for X dollars. Yeah. Right. And you tell the person, hey, I can help you, but only if I can buy your property for 50 cents on the dollar or only if I can take over your mortgage. Right. right? And you're trying to fit that property into your needs. One thing I didn't learn until I was actually out of real estate was rather than telling the property or the homeowner what you need, let the property tell you. Mm. So the property will tell you whether it's going to be a buy and hold rental or whether it's going to be a flip or whether it's going to be a wholesale deal. Mm. So don't go into it looking at the property to fit your needs. The property will tell you. Loretta, in your experience, you know, what have you learned along those lines where you've probably made mistakes and made offers that there was no chance that were going to be accepted? but you were able to learn how to get offers accepted and help the homeowner, most importantly, but also make it a profitable deal for you. Well, and really, really what I want to know too is can you enlighten amateurs like me and Adam here on how to like, <laughs> I mean, how really, do you, yeah. How yeah, do yeah, you tell, do it, right? Because we, we, all, we all think we can do it, but you actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned some key things that's really important. First, You've got to pay attention to the homeowner. See, my the, one of the reasons why I love doing what I'm doing because I'm a problem solver for people who have problems with real estate. They have the distress. Usually it's some sort of life event, divorce, death, something has happened. So they're in a fragile state. My role as a professional real estate investor is you've got to listen to what it is that they really want. Some people just want to walk away. Some people want to profit out of the deal. It just really depends. And you've got to work with them to give them the best option. Now, out of that option, one of those might be, as an investor, I'll come in and buy it. But that may not always be the best option. Like, so you've got to be able to work with them. Maybe they can work with a current lender. Maybe they can put the... the uh, payments on the back end and start over. Maybe they can refinance. Maybe they can do a number of different things. But listening to the homeowner is key. Once the homeowner makes a determination, you know what, I like you. Mm -hmm. I want to work with you. I trust you. Then I begin to look at which exit strategy best fits that property. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what you alluded to earlier. And there's so many different exit strategies. <clears throat> You're going to learn about 
multiple funding strategies, multiple acquisition strategies, multiple exit strategies. You become a transactional engineer, so you mix and match to fit that particular property. And then here's the situation as well. You can't get emotionally attached to that property. The numbers mm -hmm. have to work. The numbers don't work. You got to walk away. Well, I love this advice. And, and one question for you, Loretta, can, is there anybody any hope for people like me and like Adam who have not really had success in real estate before? How did you become a real estate investor? How did you become a professional at this? Is there hope for people like us? Can anybody do it? Absolutely. The key is to become educated. So I didn't share with you my background in corporate America. I was a senior human, human resource executive. Wow. I didn't have any experience in real estate until I joined this vibrant community. But the key is you got to become educated. If mm. you're not educated, you can lose 10000 20000 on a real estate deal in a heartbeat. We don't want to do that. So the key is you must become educated first before you do your real estate deals. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, whether you're a novice, whether or not you've had experience. Once you become educated, you too can do this. Now, IRS guidelines say in order to be a professional real estate investor, you must spend a minimum of 750 hours of your time and 51% of your time is your primary occupation mm, according to the IRS guidelines. If you do that, you can become a professional real estate investor like me. Wow, I love it. Okay, so what other tips do you have to share with us for somebody who wants to get in real estate investing? This is something I've been thinking about for a long time. I want to really make my money work for me. I want to uh, be able to invest in because I keep hearing over and over real estate's the place to do it because you're always going to get a return. Of course, you got to be educated. But um, what tips would you would you give me or to somebody who's wanting to get into real estate investing about getting educated about doing it? I'd love to share it. And it's all based on the five pillars of wealth. Okay. This applies not only to real estate investing, but if you own any business, you want to understand the five pillars of wealth. Mm -hmm. Now, let me take care of the legalese first. Because I am not a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, or any other licensed individual, mm -hmm. and I'm not required to be. I am required to be educated, though, okay. and that's key. Okay. So pillar number one, business. Everyone in, in America today should own a small business. It's critical. Why? Because of the tax advantages and the write-offs. Okay? So... A regular W-2 employee, mostly they just do like mortgage interest, charitable deductions. As a professional real estate investor and business owner, you have advantages over 400 tax deductions and write-offs you can take advantage of. Wow. Keep more great. money in your pocket. Yeah. So action step number one, incorporate your business. Okay. That's critical. Some people ask, is there a difference between S-corporations and LLC? Mm -hmm. It is. If you're running what we call ordinary income through your business, you want to do it as an S-corp because you will pay less in taxes. Okay. Pillar number two, taxes themselves. There's a difference between controlling property and owning property. Why? Your income as a W-2 employee, he's your Social Security number first, so Uncle Sam automatically gets his cut off the top and leaves you with the net. Mm -hmm. As a business owner, your income hits your EIN number right. that allows you to control how much you pay in taxes. Now, a couple of tips. If you have kids under the age of 18, mm -hmm. put them on your payroll. 
Okay. No. Oh, oh, that's really, yes, that's really interesting. Because I have a daughter who's 19, and she's on my payroll. But well, here's... She's independent on taxes, too. Says, so. and well, so it's got to be 18 or under. Okay. And so what you got to give them a job, right? Yeah, They yeah, can yeah. be your social media director, yeah. your marketing oh, yeah. director. Definitely. My, but, my son's file for me. I've never even thought about putting him on my payroll. Here's so why. Because... You know, you give your kids money for extracurricular activities, right? Right. Prom, uh, field hockey, swimming, that sort of thing. Stop giving your kids money directly. See, mm -hmm. what you can do, the IRS recently changed their guidelines in 2018. So you can give them up to $12,000 per kid. Wow. Tax-free. Wow. Wow. Oh, gosh, I wish I'd known this a couple of years ago. I've given my son a lot of money. Okay, it's really good that I know that now. So that's super, super helpful. Thank you. Well, now here's another thing you can do. You can say, for example, you can tie your cell phone bill to your business, your mobile mm -hmm. number to your business. You can use that as yeah, a tax write-off. Yeah. So you can do that. Okay. Pillar number three, real estate. Okay. It's important. Massive or passive income is based on one word, assets. Okay. Assets you're paid on that once, that's a massive income. Mm -hmm. Passive income, same one asset, but you're paid paid on it repeatedly month after month, yeah. like rentals. Okay. All right. So what I started out doing is a massive income. So that first fix and flip deal, eighty thousand. I started wholesaling. Okay. Typically, you're going to be in and out of that deal 12 months or less. So that's if you want a big chunk of money. But if you want passive income or that residual income, then you're looking for those those uh, smaller, like where you buy rental properties and yes. paying rental. Okay, that yes. makes sense. That makes yes. Sense. So your four levels of real estate investing. First one is wholesaling. You put buyers and sellers together, whole lot of effort, not a lot of risk, no money out of your pocket. A lot of people start there. Second level is fix and flipping. You're adding value mm -hmm. to a, to that property and you're selling it. Third level is buy and hold. Fourth level is money lending and I do that as well. Whole lot of risk and not a lot of effort, but you must make sure you're educated, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Fourth pillar, banking. There's something called velocity banking. In mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into a lot of detail. Yeah, and, and Loretta, we're actually running low on time here, and I know there's one more pillar. So, you know, you've got banking, and then what's the last pillar? Yeah, sure, education. So, and we tackled that before. Yeah. you got to get educated. And we talked, and, and I know that you're available. Like, I, I would love to learn more about the banking, and, and we talked a little bit about education. But but here's here's my question for you. So, obviously, you're a wealth of knowledge. I've, I've learned so much. Have you learned so much, Adam? Oh, a ton. I mean, it's every time I hear someone talk like this about where they're passionate and educated about what they know, I learn something and it spares my curiosity of like, ooh, what should I be doing? I know. I'm like, I want to go out and flip a house right now. Let's go. Let's go, Loretta. Tell me how to do it. Um, so, but I, what I really want to know is if there's somebody that's listening mm -hmm. and they they want to make more of their money, they want to get educated on this, and, and here's, the, here's the real deal. A lot of us, myself included, I just don't want to know sometimes, or I don't take I don't take the steps to know because I think, oh well, you know, the government knows what they're talking about, or oh, this will work out, or that'll work out. But education is power, right? When you are educated, when you know how to make your money work for you, then you can make the most of your money. So, Loretta, how can somebody get a hold of you? Absolutely. So you can get a hold of me. I have actually a couple of different offers for your listeners. Oh, I love too, it. Too, because I love you and you make a yes. positive difference in this world. So offer number one. All right. If you fill out this online form, go to the Wetzel Group, T-H-E-W-E-T-Z-E-L-G-R-O-U-P 
dot we w e dash do d o dash real estate dot com. Fill out that short form. There are three videos to watch. I will provide an online real estate workshop for eight hours oh, anywhere across that the is country. Amazing. Well, thank you oh. so much. I definitely will be going there. Take advantage of that. Loretta Wetz, all the way from Chicago, Illinois, today joining us. Thank you so much for imparting your knowledge with us. There's one more guest that's been patiently waiting here in studio. <laughs> and he I didn't even know if he'd be coming in today, but I wanted to uh, give him a couple of minutes here uh, to explain what he's doing, because this is really for anybody who's wanting to be part of a community, who's wanting to be a leader, who's wanting to grow and get to know other amazing people. We've talked a lot, Adam, about raising our frequency. Correct. Hanging Correct. around and with that's other how people. He came into your life and oddly enough, he came into your life and his one of his business partners is a good friend of mine that I've known and this small little world comes together in a hurry. Yes. It sure does. So sure ladies does. and gentlemen, all the way from Las Vegas today, Kurt Walker. So Kurt, you're part of Space Nation. We've just got about uh, one and a half minutes here awesome. to close, but I want you to, to uh, tell people a little bit about what Space Nation is, how they can find out more about it, and um, what you're doing locally tomorrow. So as an entrepreneur, or as somebody that's seeking freedom, you know, trying to live a life on purpose, I think it's really easy to be caught in the drift or the matrix. Uh, and so at the end of the day, you know, if you want to be around purpose and contribution-driven individuals all the time and, and lead a mission-driven life, that can be a bit challenging. And, you know, I know a lot of us have networking groups and masterminds and other things that we go to. How often do you go to something like that and feel like people don't really care what your story is? They just They're, care about themselves. They don't care about what you're working on, yeah. what you need to accomplish, who you need to meet. So with Spice, uh, you know, we started first with Greatness Foundation down in San Diego. We started building homes and taking people on impact trips to build houses and schools all over the world, but me and a lot of my Avenger buddies uh, decided, hey, what about the local cities that we live, work, and play in? And so starting in Vegas a year ago, we started getting individuals together for invite-only entrepreneurship dinners with 30 entrepreneurs at a time and larger socials. And so we created something called Spice, which is a multi-city intentional network of contribution and purpose-driven entrepreneurs that come together on a monthly basis multiple times to get access to what I like to call return on relationship and resources. I'm a startup guy. I've funded tons of startups over the years and just come to realize that people need help with mindset. They need help with building the right team. They need help with the right marketing and that you can't just give them money and expect them to be successful. They need a community around them. And I think the most valuable thing that is often overlooked is relationships. Starting first with your relationship to yourself, relationship with God, universe, however you want to look at it, and then also your relationship to other people. So being around relationships where they actually care about you and care about what you're looking to build and are being intentional about what they're creating, super important. And then access to relation, yeah, sorry, resources, I think is just super key. So that's what we do at Spice Nation. You can go to the Facebook group, Spice Nation, and come join us and uh, we'll get you invited to some of these different events and you know local communities. We're, certain we're live right now in Vegas, Salt Lake, and Phoenix, soon to be uh, Orange County, San Diego, and LA. 
And uh, we've got a bunch of people that are kind of looking to get things going in their local cities as well. So you can reach yeah. out to Allison and, or I for that. Yeah, I love that. And we'll, we'll be uh, hosting tomorrow night here in Phoenix. The Absolutely. Spice Dinner Loretta is actually staying for that. Yes. Um, one of the reasons we're gonna, why she's We're going to get Adam here. to come Adam's join us, too. Come to oh, I'll be there. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to, to be back. a part of this. So, <laughs> anyway, it'll be really fun. Uh, thank you so much to all my guests for being here today. Adam, thank you for coming down, for co-hosting with me. Janie Ashmore, uh, beautiful Janie from uh, California. We've got Loretta Wetzel, bright shining light from Chicago. And then Kurt, uh, obviously, bringing us some of those Las Vegas vibes today. And yeah, thank you right. so much to Lori Richens for her focus on the family. Uh, join us next week for more guests who have transformed their lives and are working to transform the lives of others. Hey, guys, it's all about you can learn two ways, counsel or consequence. Uh, I know I would way rather learn by counsel, so bringing you people that have lots of experience that are able to pass along their counsel and wisdom so that you can live a better life and tap into that soul intuition. I'm Allison H. Larson, and you've been watching Spotlight or listening to. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.